Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. your insulin resistance challenge. It's IME UBU this week. I can't believe we're at week 12. It's the last week of the challenge. It takes 12 weeks to create a healthy habit stick. And I hope you've been following along because you've been learning a lot. Even if you followed for one week, even if you followed for all 12, if you followed for a month, it doesn't matter. You will have gotten something out of this challenge. And there's going to be some exciting news that I'm going to announce uh, next week as I review all of the amazing outcomes of the challenge and what I learned and how we're going to move forward. So there's going to be more. And I just want to thank everybody because we've been able to grow IME community. I look at everyone who watches a YouTube video, everyone who listens to an IME community podcast. Please encourage everyone you know to like and subscribe, especially if you're a teen, 12 to 18 struggling with your weight, your body image, having some pandemic weight gain. You'll get healthy life and weight coaching for teens with Dr. Carla when you join IME community. So you wanna make sure that you do that because the membership is only $24.95 a month. I made it so accessible so I can help as many teens as possible. It is the joy of my life my career my life is you know obviously my family and all the amazing things in life and my career is a big part of that and one of the amazing joys is really connecting with teens and doing something that's super impactful and connecting with compassion to create community and it's exciting again teens coach up you are coach up you um that's cool coach up let's do that uh that'll be another course um after coach you so um teens really soak up life coaching it's amazing to watch and um it's it's really cool i can't even imagine having these tools at that time in my life i was introduced to life coaching um, when i was 48 years old i'm 52 so it was four years ago that i started my life and weight coaching journey and it's so amazing to um to be here four years later and bring everything that i learned to create a healthy life and transform my health and also learn the tools of self-love superpower which i think is the most important thing that i teach you all and coach you all on so i hope you're excited for this week it's i-m-e-u-b-u so how do we come up with i-m-e so this is really cool shout out to adam loman from the age from agency 877 he's the creative genius behind ime and then we added in community we were thinking of a lot of different words and then um, my daughter and then my social media strategist um, helen who is working with she said 
they both said community is what feels really accessible and my daughter said mom that's like your work is creating community and creating community for children's health was my um, vision for my nonprofit teach a kid to fish and so um, that just fit so well and it made me feel so like content and happy and at peace and building community with compassionate connection is what I do. So Adam, behind I Am Me, let's get back to that. So we were doing uh, these um, visioning sessions for the branding and I knew I was gonna coach teens. At that time I was like also considering coaching doctors, coaching parents, you know, and people were, some of the, some people were trying to say like, oh, you should coach parents. Oh, you should be a thought leader. I'm like, I am a thought leader. I've been a thought leader forever. I want to connect with teens and the cool thing about working with agency 877 and um, their genius creatives there including Adam and and Ryan and their whole team um, Ryan's a web designer who I just absolutely love working with any of the cool visual stuff including the beautiful website was created by um, was created by Ryan Connolly at agency 877 who's a web designer and anyway he's so awesome <laughs> Shout out. So Adam is the one who took um, the, um, the concepts and my vision for what I wanted to do and how I wanted the teens to feel who were struggling with their weight. And, and I wanted them to have full self-acceptance like right away and then be able to help them reach any goal that you want. Um, so that was my vision, is to just create a safe space where you felt a sense of connection and belonging and compassion and love. And so he, he um, thought of it, he said, well, he told me recently he thought of it when he was mowing the yard. And um, that's what creative people think. I'm a creative person, so I think too about this stuff all the time. And um, he, um, and you probably are the same way too, we're all creative. So. It's fun when you come up with things if you're open to it. So he's mowing the yard and he just thought of like a teen looking in the mirror and just saying, I am me. And if you say the letters, I am me, it sounds like I am me. And you're just full self-acceptance, the power of the individual and then the strength of the community behind you. So it's just beautiful work. Shout out to Adam again. So this week we're talking relationships and boundaries and um, again, it's such an important week. What a great way to end. What does that have to do with reversing your insulin resistance? What does that have to do with losing weight? What does that have to do with um, health transformation or changing what you're eating um, or your life goals? Relationships and boundaries are the foundation kind of of everything. So I could have started with this, but, but I didn't. So anyway, here we are, week 12. So. And I've told you before, I'm gonna tell you again this week, taking action on any goal that you set for yourself is all about your relationship with yourself. Your relationship with food is your relationship with yourself. Any, any, um, any having your back, having self-integrity, creating self-trust, um, self-compassion, self-love superpower, self-acceptance, lightening up on the self-judging, I mean, it's, it's so powerful to understand that we have to focus, and we're not even taught this, it's like a foreign language, that we have to focus on loving ourselves unconditionally to achieve any goal. If we want to, for sure, achieve like permanent weight loss or to really address our metabolic health issues like reversing our insulin resistance, then we have to create a healthy relationship with ourselves. And that starts with 
having unconditional love for ourselves. Okay, so it's like putting your oxygen mask on first. I know when I was little and riding a plane, I'd be thinking in my head, nope, that's not true. That's not true. I like to question stuff. Um, but then I'm like, wait, when I become a parent, it's like I realize that like if you don't have oxygen, you're not good to anybody else. Because we've all been in those times when we like kind of run ourselves ragged and then we have no energy to really help anybody we care about and we have no energy to help ourselves, okay? So we really have to learn that. We have to start believing it. We don't have to stay attached to fixed and limited beliefs that don't serve us. And we also don't have to stay attached. Remember, beliefs are just powerful thoughts on a loop in our brain that we haven't challenged. And thoughts are optional. We are not our thoughts, okay? Once you have awareness of those beliefs, so if you have a belief that that unconditional love for yourself is selfish or there's something wrong or it's wrong to put your oxygen mask on first, then we're not going to be helpful to anyone. So you can always choose that, but just understand that your current belief is going to relate and create your current reality and current results. So whenever we're stuck, it's because we're not challenging a belief or thought that's keeping us stuck, okay? It's thought awareness, and it's our choice, and it's our choice to choose that, okay? And it's okay. Your relationship with foods, your relationship with yourself, and so self-worth is not related to achieving your goal or anything external or productivity and so that's what we have to know we can't like look at what we're eating we can't look at our measurement on a scale um, we can't look at our hemoglobin a1c or blood sugar or whatever and something external and what anybody says about us um, and base our self-worth on that okay and you are worthy Here's the news that I hope isn't news to you, but if it is, I want to tell you now. Let's get this straight. You're worthy 100% lovable now and always and forever, okay? And so we've coached on fully and loving accepting yourself now, which is my five steps to say I am me, and that's readily available to you like a warm self-acceptance blanket. You don't have to take action. It's available to you now. No action needed ever. Same thing for unconditional self-love okay we talked about self-love superpower now this is when we dig a little deeper and we talk about our relationships with ourselves and others and boundaries come into play with that okay so first of all like what is a relationship and um, how do we feel about another person is created by our thoughts about them and the same with ourselves okay and our relationship with ourselves is based on our thoughts and beliefs about ourselves okay and it also has to do with our expectations that we put on others and whether they arise to those and meet those expectations or not and same thing for ourselves we have expectations for ourselves like unconscious right I'll talk about that later I call that the checklist so it sounds like a lot of judging and that's a lot going on in our minds and that's what we do and I know this because I'm the queen of this okay I'm an expert in this. And this has been all intentional work that I've had to work on, okay? So that's what I coach on, stuff I've been through. That's really powerful. You should know that about people who coach you, okay? So here's the thing to remember, too, that really helps me is when I catch myself judging others, which we're going to do that, okay, is oftentimes when we're judging ourselves, okay? Powerful. Hmm? Do you turn on that judging? All right, so that's for Monday which is today. 
okay? And love yourself no matter what Tuesday. What's unconditional love and how do you have unconditional love for results? Like, I wanna get this. I wanna get this. Love, love will keep us together. It's a really old song by Captain Antonio. If you don't have unconditional love for yourself, then you won't have unconditional love for other people. And I know, I know you're just going, nope, that's not true. And you're gonna argue with me because I argued about that too. And you're thinking that it may sound selfish, self-absorbed or borderline narcissistic to talk about unconditional love about yourself, of yourself. It's not these people who show up on social media and who are like, mm, mm, you know, posing and um, I don't know what they're called. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the lingo, though I'm on TikTok all the time. And I we have almost 50K followers on TikTok, by the way, for IME community, which is awesome. All right. But guess what? Only because your beliefs about what unconditional love is are off. They're off. They're just not true. You can't prove it to be true that that's selfish, okay? Just like a lot of things, we've learned it in our society, we haven't questioned it or challenged it. Maybe it comes from your family. Maybe you don't have a role model self-love. I know my kids probably haven't. So we don't challenge or question beliefs that don't serve us. And then we stay attached to them like paint on a well. And it's even those, and even though like unconditional love is not even an action, like we don't even have to do anything. So what's the problem with having it, okay? It just is, it's just out there. It just is, it's available based on a thought shift. Let's, let's do a quick belief upgrade and thought shift to unconditionally love ourselves. Unconditional self-love is internalizing, internalizing, integrating it, marinating it. It becomes a part of your being that you believe fully that you are 100% lovable no matter what, okay? no matter what you it doesn't depend on any goal achieved it doesn't depend on anything outside of yourself you could just take a nap take another nap take a nap take another nap it doesn't matter you are 100% lovable now always and forever always that's it <sighs> it's so cool Unconditional love for yourself has nothing to do with diets. Okay? This is why diets actually fail. Do you know that? Because we were so hot in our, in our community. Yeah, our communities, our society, diet culture, health systems, whatever, that that thin will mean happy. So it's like you will have success. You will we take action on things, whether it's doing the dishes or you know, and yeah, we're great that it, it's glad it's done, you know, or whatever. We take action on things because we're feeling beings. So we think that it's going to make us feel a certain way or avoid feeling a certain way or both. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we don't do our thought work. And so we arrive to the goal if we reach it and we've grounded out to get there and think, oh, I'm going to feel different. But you're the same person, maybe in a smaller body because you haven't done the thought work. Because the thought work is the root cause of it. The mind management is what we have to do. The self-compassion, the unconditional love for ourselves. Okay? It's our, th our feelings come from our thoughts. It doesn't come from a measurement on a scale. It doesn't come from the goal 
achieved. No, you can create self-trust from achieving that goal. You can feel better, you can feel relieved, you can feel proud, you can feel confident, but that's 100% coming from your thoughts. It's not coming from the actual measurement on the scale. It's your thinking about it, okay? It's really powerful, it's really important because you're learning to set a goal that you cultivate for yourself. And we have to have unconditional self-love before we do it. It's not like you just flip a switch and you have it. It's a practice, it's an awareness, it's internalized, it's getting internal centered and checking in with ourselves, which we don't do throughout the day. Okay, I'm gonna push you to do that. I told you this week was important. Okay, number of friends you have, doesn't matter. 100% lovable no matter what. Let it, you gotta let go, we gotta let go. We gotta let go of beliefs that don't serve you and have your own back no matter what. We have to practice letting go of things that don't serve us and knowing that they're optional and trusting that it's gonna be okay, that we can handle it. We are handling it. We are handling it. Setting healthy boundaries Wednesday. First, what's a boundary? So a boundary is not a wall, okay? I'm gonna build a wall. Okay, that was a terrible Trump imitation, but anyway, I like imitating him. I can do better than that. I'm not getting political. Okay, boundaries define what is me and what is not me. And what is you and what is not you. <laughs> Insert yourself in that, right? So by the way, check out this book, um, this book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Um, it's been around a while. I think they've had updated versions. It's, it's amazing. My life and well-being coach had me read this um, and some other books that I'll tell you all about too that are so amazing. But um, two years ago when I resigned per my attorney's directive from my job, um, high-level position, it was really a traumatic time in my life. And so I've talked about it on this podcast and she had me get this book, Boundaries. And then I was like, whoa, this is powerful. This is kind of how I, this may be why I got into the position that I got into. <sighs> but anyway, learned a lot about the kind of different kind of people and whether they respect boundaries or not. And I was working with a lot of people who are very controlling, aggressive and manipulative boundaryless folks who will take advantage of and operate with fear so you may be around people like that um so anyway that's a little too much about me okay do you set boundaries for yourself i coach teens obviously on friend drama because that's going to come up a lot on social media so why'd she block me how do you i coach on like how do you want to show up do you want to show up kind and firm instead of feeling like you need to be nice all the time do you want to set a boundary, you know, with this friend? You may decide and you get to decide if this keeps happening, that you set your own boundary and you don't want to deal with their drama anymore. Like you want to have friends who show up as a friend like you show up as a friend, okay? That's all boundary setting. And so her friend who blocked her for no reason, she said, is um, an example of a controller who's um, someone who doesn't respect other people's boundaries and she kind of operates with like fear. She's aggressive, manipulator controllers and if you're an avoidant person and compliant, you, um, you tend to, that's how I was, you tend to not be able to like follow through or set boundaries because you think it's mean, you haven't been taught how to, um, you're afraid to say no, um, 
And so other people like this teen I coach, her her friend, so-called friend who blocked her on social media and then gets everybody at school to not talk with her, um, is someone who's an example of a, um, an aggressive and manipulated, manipulator controller. Um, and if you're avoidant and compliant, you're gonna be in, you know, boundaryless like for ourselves and don't show up and set boundaries and follow through because of what we're gonna make it mean. Like for instance, like she's like, if I do that, then she really won't be my friend. Then she's really gonna be mad. So then this person, she was giving all of her power over to this person who was not really her friend, right? So, um, so did you know that we're created to have boundaries? And boundaries are not selfish. Again, unconditional self-love, the best, most lovable thing you could do for people you love. Boundaries, same thing, same thing. It's not mean to set and follow through on a boundary for yourself. It's more mean, especially to yourself, to not set and follow through on boundaries. So boundaries are powerful. They're a part of self-love, superpower, and loving others. Setting healthy boundaries is part of creating healthy relationships and loving other people. Okay, once I learned that, like we're created to have boundaries and some really um, amazing examples of not having boundaries. Um, and it's, it's just really powerful, okay? We, we get into this a lot with food, right? We get into the lot, this a lot with ourselves. It's like, I'm not gonna set any like self-control boundaries because I'm not, I don't really believe I'm worth it, you know? I'm not worth my health. I'm not worth my healthy goals, so I'm not gonna stick to it. So we don't create any boundaries around our relationship with food um, based on a belief that's just optional that we haven't challenged. And um, once we know that we can do a belief upgrade and switch it up and create 100% unconditional self-love and acceptance for us now, then we become worthy immediately because we are and we can create those healthy boundaries around food and create what is a healthy relationship around food. So that all comes from our thought work. All right. So let's see. It's not mean to set and follow boundary. Boundaries are powerful. Setting healthy boundaries is a part of creating healthy relationships. What are examples of boundaries? Boundaries are anything that helps to differentiate you from someone else. You are your own individual big magic human. I am me. I am me. Say I am me. I fully love and accept myself now. Okay? So, it's meant to be that way. So what are some boundaries? How do we differentiate where we begin and where we end, right? So physical boundaries are like skin, like our human form, right? Words can be boundaries like no. Um, truth, telling the truth is a boundary. My husband is a pathologist, so his one of his faculty attending, um, that's in training and residency, would say, um, when in doubt, tell the truth. So he has that um, up for our kids and has always told them that, when in doubt, tell the truth. That's uh, really cool. Geographical distance can create a boundary, which can be nice, right? You can go on vacation or you can somebody can move. 
which is sometimes nice. Time can be a boundary. Um, getting some space from people. Emotional distancing can be a break and can be a way to create a boundary. Other people, so connecting, like with a community, like I'm a community, that can be a really nice boundary from some of the you know, weight stigma and bias that's in our society. And consequences, which are when we create like a consequence that we inform the other person about and that we follow through on if they do cross the boundary. So parents do this a lot. Um, Teens don't like it, kids don't like it, but it's good to have healthy boundaries, right? So it's like, if you do that again, then I'm gonna take your gaming laptop away. And then if we're the kind of parent that doesn't take it away, um, which sometimes I've been that kind of parent, then it's not really credible, it's not a true boundary. So if you're gonna draw a consequence with somebody and let them know, um, then then you you need to follow through on it otherwise it's just um, it's a waste of your time and it's going to set you back okay so boundaries are things that can be like a consequence that you draw that you do follow through on okay stay in your lane Thursday this is one of the most helpful coaching um, sayings I ever learned so I'm sure you've heard mind your own business my mom used to say that um just mind your own business. I, I, was, I remember being a little kid and I'd be like tattling or, you know, telling her about something and somebody did and blah, and she's like, just mind your own business and it just made me so mad. I hated it when she said that. But it is actually super helpful. But how do we like really like take that on and internalize it and realize it? And so that's why I really like um, the coaching saying, stay in your lane. It was just really helpful. So have you been learning to drive? Do you already know how to drive? So, well, you get the gist of what I'm saying, like stay in your lane. If you're in their, their lane, if you're in their lane, you're probably gonna get in an accident, right? If you're not looking ahead and in your lane. So Byron Katie calls this um, my business, your business and God's business or reality, okay? So if we're in other people's business, which we are a lot managing other people's business, like in our minds, you know, and in their lane, then who's tending to our business, okay? Who's tending to our lives? We're not moving ahead when we do that. So stay in your lane. And that's a good boundary that you can set for yourself, okay? Stay in your lane. And one of the ways um, that we cause a lot of ourselves of unnecessary drama is that we're living in other people's business. And so we're not tending to our business and that's when we get into accidents, like I said. So we don't control other people. We have no power over them at all. Guess what? They don't control us. Awesome. Awesome. So quite frankly, it's a huge relief, right? Here's another thing that really helps. Let people be wrong about you, okay? Let people be wrong about you. You don't have to convince anybody of anything. You are 100% lovable now, always and forever. You don't have to defend convince anybody let people be wrong about you and let people be who they are i've worked with some interesting people and i decided i'm just gonna let you own your actions i'm gonna let you believe i'm gonna believe you now that i see who you are and i'm gonna let you be who you are you live your life i'm gonna be who i am you can be wrong about me so they're gonna be who they are whether we like it or not right okay 
can't control other people. Powerless over others means powerless over me. Awesome. So let go of the checklist for TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. So have you heard of what I call the checklist? Um, I heard of the checklist because I made it up. And a checklist is like when we have a list of expectations for other people or even for ourselves. And it's like we walk around with a clipboard. It's like judging them. Like, did you do that? Did you do that? Did you do that? And the reason we do that is because we believe falsely that other people's actions will make us um, feel or avoid feeling a certain way. And it's just not true because again, we're powerless over other people and we don't control other people. So I'm just giving you like a powerful visual when I say you're just like walking around with like a clipboard, like checking off, like, are you doing this? Are you doing that? I do that a lot like with my husband. I do that with my kids. Um, we all do that. And then I have a strong like checklist for myself of things that I think I need to get you know, these things done or show up in a certain way. And then, um, you know, the, the reality is, is that um, when we're talking about relationships, we, um, we need to be more uh, responsible for our own thoughts and feelings because it's our thoughts that we own. We are responsible for our thoughts that drive our feelings and our actions and, our, and creating our own results. We can't blame them on other people. We can't um, blame them on and put it in like a checklist of things that we have expectations for other people to do. We're gonna be chronically disappointed. We're gonna be out of touch with reality. We're gonna be managing people's business in our own minds, or we're going to be judging ourselves if we have a checklist for ourselves. And we're going to be negative self-talk and inner critic and get into those kind of pattern behaviors like perfectionism that I talked about last week, which really doesn't serve us, right? Because it doesn't really exist. So anyway, just trying to help us all out here. So the checklist is like super powerful to recognize, do you have a checklist like for other people? Do you have expectations? Um, uh, for them because then that means that your love is conditioned for them and when you have expectations and a checklist for yourself then your love is conditional upon whether you meet those expectations for yourself and so I want us to let our checklist go recognize if we have them and start moving forward with 100% lovability for ourselves okay it has nothing to do with whether we achieve a goal again we could take a nap and another nap and another nap, and we're still 100% lovable and worthy of our beautiful, magical life, okay? So one of the reasons why we have a checklist and why we stay stuck in having checklists, especially like for other people, is that then we can blame them. We're in a pattern of behavior because it gets us out of taking responsibility for our own actions and our own feelings and our own thoughts and results and it, it allows us to blame other people. And so when we have fear of failure, when we have self-doubt, when we make it mean, when we're really harsh on ourselves and we're not operating with unconditional love for ourselves, then we get in a pattern of, and maybe we're taught this from growing up, of just kind of blaming other people and then thinking that we can control them or we should be able to, and then we have expectations and we blame, and it's just like it perpetuates itself. So just start to recognize it, okay? So I don't cause, I don't control. I don't need to over-function and fix and solve. I'm responsible for my own feelings. I own, I own my own thoughts, feelings, actions, and results, okay?
So we put conditions on loving other people and ourselves, which kind of makes me sad, you know? It's like, it sounds so super judgy. And remember, I've coached a lot on that. Like, um, you can stop self-judging. Like, you're not gonna fully ever stop self-judging or judging other people, but we can recognize when those patterns are coming up for us and when we're doing it and we can soften up on it and we can shift, okay? Because we can, our ideal self is not like a super judgy person, okay? Not, 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 not. Here's the news for today, you're powerless over others, which means you're completely powerless. Completely powerless over other people, absolutely. It's a waste of your time to have a checklist. It's a waste of your time. And of course we're gonna have expectations for other people, right? I mean, but that's not the same as having like a checklist of their behavior. Like we have, you know, um, requests we can make of other people. We can have, you know, conversations. We hope that, you know, people will show up maybe in the way that we're intending to show up and um, but we we don't control it. We're powerless over it. But here's the cool thing. Powerless over others means powerless over me. So that's cool. Nobody has control over you either, right? That's amazing. Um, and again, you know, like if we put all of the power in somebody else's hands and their behavior, then we're never going to be living in our own, we're not gonna be staying in our own lane, minding our own business, and tending to what is important to us. And so we cannot move ahead in our lives if we're always in everyone else's business and in their lane and trying to manage their behavior because we think and believe that that's gonna make us feel or avoid feeling a certain way because it's just not true. You're just out of touch with reality when you do that, okay? We are completely powerless over others. It's a relief to me. That's a relief to me. Okay. Stop your people-pleasing ways on Saturday. So a lot of adults really are stuck in these patterns of people-pleasing. If you're a teen listening, you may be like, I'm not a people-pleaser. I'm an anti-people-pleaser. That's what an adolescent or a teenager is, right? <laughs> hey, my kids are. Um, but some of us do get, get stuck in this like people pleasing and, and we think that it's like selfless and we're giving of ourselves and creating these amazing, um, scenarios and doing so much. And then we are actually being selfish because it's only for us. It's not like we're doing that for them. We're doing that so that we feel a certain way. And then again, when they don't react in the way that we believe they should, they're not happy that we did all these things for them, then what happens is they don't meet our checklist and then we get to blame them for how we're feeling, but our feeling is coming from our thoughts about it, okay? And I've been a huge people pleaser in my life, okay? And it's exhausting, all right? So, and then I got, to discover the magic of coaching and basically it got you know kind of called out with that which is so cool and I, I just think it was my role growing up and in my family that was kind of dysfunctional or not just kind of 
the woof. Um, and I think that was just my role and that was what I was taught. And so that maybe your, your role too, is that you're the kind of the people pleaser and, um, people think I want everybody to be happy. I've been told that by people pleasers, you know, I want everyone to be happy and why don't we just happy? And it's like uh, other people's feelings and actions have nothing to do with us being happy. We can be happy and one, we are 100% lovable. Nothing changes that. Nobody else's actions, nothing that they say, nothing that they do. Okay? Only you. Only you can create that happiness. Okay? Here's a belief upgrade you can try. Remember, we've done this before. A belief upgrade is doing a switch. So we're... Instead of a belief that doesn't serve us, we're gonna do a belief upgrade to one that will. So try this one. The only person I have to please is myself. So cool. And true, and true. Self-appreciation Sunday. This is gonna be the last day, I can't believe it. What do you appreciate about yourself? Okay, I hope this isn't hard. I, I found this to be hard when I first did this, okay? I want you to make a list of all the things you appreciate about yourself. And I hope this is easy, but let's try at least 10 different ways, 10 different things you appreciate about yourself, okay? Write it down, keep it available to you so you have evidence of your unconditional self-love and appreciation for yourself, okay? This is so powerful. So for me, like I appreciate how, um, how I can persevere and stay the course on my vision. I think that that's, especially this week as I'm two years out for my resignation, um, it takes two years to intentionally heal. I appreciate that, that I've put myself in a position to intentionally heal and advocate for children and create army community. And also like, I appreciate that um, I, and, and make it about yourself. Like, I appreciate that I like to have fun. I appreciate that I'm a good friend. And um, I appreciate that I connect people. And I had a friend the other day tell me, um, you always lift people up, Carla. And I thought, that's so cool, because I've never had anybody um, tell me that, that I lift people up. I mean, I've had a lot of compliments in my life when I come on. One time I called myself foul mouth Mr. Rogers, which my daughter Audrey said, Mom, you are so conceited that you think you're Mr. Rogers. I said, I don't think I'm Mr. Rogers. I was making a joke, but we're all Mr. Rogers. We're all compassionate. We're all 100% lovable. Wasn't that his whole message, right? Wasn't that his whole message? All right. He was very special though. Okay, but I'm foul mouth Mr. Rogers. All right, but I really appreciated that. I have an amazing friend who told me that I lift people up. And so you may think about like if someone in your family or a friend or a teacher or a coach or somebody along the way said something that really made you appreciate yourself. And um, I hope that that's true. All right, that you have had people in your life who have done that for you. And you can do that for other people, okay? Here's your playlist for the week. Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Brave by Sarah Bareilles, New Rules by Dua Lipa, Stronger by Kelly Clarkson, Feeling Myself by Nicki Minaj, featuring Beyonce. These are all self-love boundary songs, okay? Pick your own playlist if you don't like those, okay? But those are some I'm gonna offer to you this week. All right, you're 100% lovable, always and forever, and for sure by me, okay?
self-love superpower, Dr. Carla. I got your back. Please check out IME Community if you're a teen, 12 to 18. Join the community. This is the last week of our 12-week Reverse Your Insulin Resistance Challenge. So get ready for some really exciting news coming up at the end of this week. So next week I'll be launching, you know, how we're going to move forward after this amazing 12-week challenge. Okay. So proud of you all and so excited. All right. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.